And welcome, everybody, to episode number 38 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Rob Fedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at P. Fidoff. Again, that's at P as in Paul, T as in Tom, H-I-T as in Tom again, O-F-F, Frank Frank, for all Notre Dame athletic updates. Please go to my Twitter account. So for episode number 38, this is going to be the USC recap. But real quick, I just want to go over our opponent's winning percentage as of, let's see, week 13. And I will have a podcast on this next week as we find out what bowl we're going to go to. Obviously, it's not going to be the Cotton Bowl. It's probably either going to be the Gator Bowl, Holiday Bowl, or Cheez-It Bowl of all bowls. But I'll take any bowl I can get right now. So for the USC game, a game of missed opportunities. We got down 10 to nothing right away. We were trying to claw our way back in. and It was easier said than done. Uh, I thought it was ironic that I thought we would out physical USC in the trenches, especially in the running game, both running the ball and stopping the run. It was the total opposite. USC ran the ball effectively. That pretty much won them the game, plus the two turnovers we gave up. But we could not stop their run. And that shocked me. So more or less, we got out Notre Dame. I heard that term last night in some other podcasts, and that's true. We were supposed to be the more physical team, not the finesse team that USC was. And they just exploited that last night. And because I know Caleb Williams had a great game. Don't get me wrong. But I thought our secondary for having two guys out, that was the thing. Cam Hart did not play. He was injured and Tariq Bracey. So two of our, one of two of our best corners, they're not Benjamin Morrison, but they're pretty solid as well. Did not play. But I thought, except for, you know, a couple plays, they did not get beat going deep at all. You give Caleb Williams that much time to throw you can't cover the receivers that long. It's just not doable. So we got the pressure. We just could not wrap them up. I thought Isaiah Foskey played a hell of a game. And I thought the uh, Jason Adamiola played pretty good as well. But our linebackers, to me, stunk it up again. They've been the most disappointing of the defense so far this year. Uh, J.D. Bertrand, uh, Maris Leofau. So many times they had you know the running back wrapped up and they just couldn't bring him down. And then two, when you can't get to Caleb Williams, I don't care how good our corners are, he's going to find someone open. So two other things here. When we were driving down 17 to 7, we have a pretty good drive going to more or less either get a field goal or a touchdown to cut it to 10 or three points. Drew Pine fumbles the ball. There's a seven, then it's seven plays, 74 yards, touchdown USC. And then the next play, we do score a touchdown after that. You know, if we can just stop them and then make this game interesting. No, they go down 10 plays, 75 yards. You just cannot stop the run or Caleb Williams from scrambling and just making a play when he had to. Just frustrating where we should have been the ones imposing our will and give USC credit. They, I think we got out coached last night a little bit and out physical as well. So I can't say that enough. I was shocked to start the game that there are so many trick plays by USC. And I always remember Lou Holt said, if you use trick plays so early, you're flinching, meaning you think you can't just go pound for pound with the other team or mano a mano with the other team. And I thought, oh, maybe they don't feel like they can go toe-to-toe. That's where I'm looking for, toe-to-toe with uh, Notre Dame. And that's why they're using all these trick plays. But then they got away from that, and then they just pretty much smash mouth football, like what Notre Dame was known for these last five weeks. So... It is what it is. Once we settled down offensively and didn't make mistakes, two huge turnovers by Drew Pine, 
we were pretty much neck and neck. 22 first downs for Notre Dame, 23 USC. Third down efficiency, 5 of 7. However, we had a bad uh, fourth down, 0 for 1 there. Dumb play call by Tommy Reese there. I mean, we've done that quarterback sneak with tight end Mitchell Evans probably five weeks in a row now. And when USC bunches them together, there's no way you're going to get that. They should run a fake or spread them out a little bit to do a sneak like that. Dumb play, but we were 0 for 1 with fourth downs. Only 90 yards rushing. We had to get out of that game plan to get back to the game. And then 204 for USC. Again, unacceptable. They averaged 5.2 yards per rush. Uh, we had 3.5. And then, again, the two huge turnovers. Drew Pine, both he had an interception and a, uh, a fumble. Both of those led to 14 points. Caleb Williams, 18 out of 22 for 232. Only one touchdown pass, but zero interceptions. That's the key. They did not turn the ball over. And he did run the ball for nine times for 35 yards. And he had three TDs right there. And that killed us. And that's his Heisman moment. As I said, barring a total collapse, like I said, for the instant breakdown last night, unless he totally shits the bed against Utah in the Pac-12 championship game, he is the Heisman Trophy winner. He had his moment like Carson Palmer in 2002. When he beat Notre Dame, he won the Heisman. 2004, when Matt Leiner had a great game against Notre Dame at the Coliseum, he wins the Heisman. That's, that's the thing. USC has a great game by their quarterback against Notre Dame. Final game of the season. And if they're a already a Heisman Trophy candidate and they do well in that game, they pretty much win the Heisman. And that's what's going to happen this year, barring a major uh, collapse. USC never had their real punter come out. They did have one fourth down that they did convert. But then the other two, it looked like they were going to go for it. But then Caleb Williams just backed up and then punted on his own. He had two punts for a total of 84 yards and a long of 58. So the guy does it all. He said he's going to win the Heisman Trophy winner. He can He punted well for them as well. Uh, but the one thing was the last punt that they did like that, he punted it to the 10 yard line, but he had the whole field to go. He could have probably ran that back and then it's down to three points. However, he did a fair catch, but had he just kept going, I, I think it's, you know, we're down to three points and what happens next, I believe we get a first down after that. And then Drew Pine throws an interception and that's pretty much the ball game. They score another touchdown off of that disappointing loss how we won that game we're probably going to the cotton bowl uh, but we're not probably going to be either the holiday bowl the cheese it bowl or the gator bowl i believe the gator bowl is on new year's day we'll break that down more next week once you know where we're actually going and then i'll give you all the details eight and four is not what notre dame is about we're about winning championships and get, getting into the playoffs i can't reiterate this enough this is going to be Marcus Freeman's worst quarterback that he has going forward. Unless for some weird coincidence, like, you know, injuries next year. I mean, you never know. We're not going to have a quarterback this limited going forward. There's going to be so much more talent on this Notre Dame team and more seasoned talent. And they have a year under their belt under this coaching staff. Whether this coaching staff changes a little bit next year, whether Tommy Reese is there on the offense or Al Golden's on the defense, that's to be determined yet. But there's going to be some more uh, similar aspects to the team next year. That's what I'm trying to say. Instead of just going in 
I, I thought this team was kind of going in blind this year. Such, I know our head coach was the coach of the defense last year. However, pretty much everybody else besides him and Tommy Reese were new to the staff. And next year, there's going to be some more uh, familiar um, aspects with the coaching staff. Going forward, it's going to get better. They just got to put all the pieces together. It's not the year I, I mean, I said nine and three, it's eight and four. So they were even worse than I thought. I thought this team had some glimpses this year. We got to get a quarterback that cannot, one, lose us games. And I'm not saying Drew Pine lost the game last night. There was other factors, you know, uh, bad defensive rushing last night. That was a factor in us losing the game last night. If he was more of a threat and did not turn the ball over twice last night, we probably win this game. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Irish.